Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Michael Brandvold, and as always, I'm joined by Jay Gilbert. How are you doing today, Jay? Caffeinated. Caffeinated and, cheap and mug. they won't know this, and sitting down for the for first time. For the first time. time. <laughs> That's right. For those who don't know, I normally stand up. I have a stand-up desk, and I like standing up, and um. My uh, seat, I have one, like one that you lean on, was really killing me. So I'm sitting in my wife's desk chair. It is so comfortable. I don't know if I'm going to be doing much standing up <laughs> going forward. All of a sudden, you've been reminded <laughs> how comfortable it is to be lazy. Yeah, it's good, <laughs> Michael. It's good. I highly recommend it. Um, so before we get to this week's guest, just you know, our, our shout-outs to HypeBot and Bands in Town. Thank Absolutely. you for everything you do to support us. Everybody needs to go check out and use those websites. And discmakers.com, thank you for your continued sponsorship of the podcast. We know it's a digital world, but there's still an important role for physical media for today's independent musicians. Digital royalty payments are so small at selling products like CD, vinyl, T-shirts. At your curbside gigs, nudge has become an important income generator. For every CD you sell at a gig, you might need roughly 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money, and that's a lot of streams. Mm-hmm. Our friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your discs and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even T-shirts. So we put together a little offer with the fine folks at Disc Makers. Head over to discmakers.com, place an order for 100 or more CDs, it's not a lot of CDs, so you know. don't think you're going to have a garage full of them here. You should be able to sell 100 CDs if you're an active band. Um, when you check out in the promo code field, enter FREEBIZ, F-R-E-E-B-I-Z, and you will save up to $150 in shipping costs from nice. Disc Makers. So head over to DiscMakers.com and take advantage of this great offer. Um, so Jay, this week we are joined by Eric Gould, who is the chief ambassador for curbside concerts. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, uh, company he's got. I, I gotta tell you, I am really, um, excited about it now that I've had a chance to talk to him and see the website and get kind of a lay of the land. This is a, it's, it's pretty cool. You should watch this all the way through. There's some really interesting things that he talks about here. Yeah. I would say if you're a booking agent, you want to pay attention to this. If you're a small indie artist, you want to pay attention. Mm -hmm. And if you're a larger artist, you want to pay attention. Sitting at home. Yeah. This curbside concerts website can work for everybody. Yeah. So let it roll. Eric Gould from curbside concerts. So this week, we want to welcome our guest, Eric Gould. He's the Chief Ambassador for Curbside Concerts. Um, Thank you for joining us, Eric. Why don't you give us just a little bit of your background as to who you are and what led you to Curbside Concerts? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I am a professional musician myself. And I've been in national touring acts for the past 20 plus years. And when this whole thing came down on us and 
all all of us musicians we got grounded and yeah. nobody nobody knew what to do <laughs> you know just sitting at home dumbfounded and a lot of people got motivated and 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 set up live live streams that's still going on it's such a great thing for the music community but there is something missing on that as far as that invisible energy when you are performing directly in front of someone, either when you're the performer or when you're, you're experiencing the, the, the live music coming at you. There is. There's that wave of energy that, yeah. uh, that people can't replicate are really missing here during this time. And um, my partner in this, he's a venue owner in Colorado, and he had this idea to because he 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 was done he wanted live music but he wanted to be safe you know he's got a daughter and yeah and he he wanted to make sure that uh he wasn't doing anything that would affect social distancing because we've all worked this is a crazy thing we've all worked so hard at this you know to and sacrifice so much yep so just to uh to, to to go out there for just for the sake of, of, of personal enjoyment and, and do something that potentially takes away from that sacrifice. You know, a a lot of people are really hesitant to do that, even though they not just want, but really need that feeling of live music. So Todd had this idea and he put it together in the, in uh, his town of Frisco, Colorado, in the Summit County area. And it was fantastic. So he called me up and he told me about it. And we talked about taking this idea and really jump-starting awesome energy into the live music world by offering this to artists and music lovers alike in as many places as we can around the country. And that's our mission now. Now we are we have this, this uh, revitalization to be able to to spread the word out to everybody and to be able to to have people experience live music again, albeit it's a little bit different than, you know, large stage which with hundreds or thousands of people in front of you or something like that. It's a different experience on that. But it, there's a place for it for everyone. And most importantly, that energy is back. So so Eric, can you can you just walk us through what what is curbside concerts? Yeah. You know, how, how does it work? Great. So curbside concerts, it's, it's a platform that is putting live music concerts back into people's lives in a socially distant, safe way. So what happens is you have some music fans, some music lovers who want to have a show. They, they, they want some live music. They go on the website and much like Uber Eats, they can type in their zip code or their address and a list of musicians pop up in order of how close they are to, 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 to the person. Mm-hmm. And they can check out each of the artist pages and they can click on an artist and there's a, there's a, a YouTube video link for everybody and a short bio and the genres and the price points of what each artist will charge. And Someone can, if they see someone that they like, then they click on it and they request a show at, a, let's just say, okay, this, uh, the, this, this Tuesday at 5 p.m., I'm, I'm going to request, uh, you know, 
this artist to come on over to, uh, to, to, and what happens is they come to their house, they use the house power, they run an extension cord, the artist comes out, sets up, we've designed this so it's a pretty quick setup for artists, and they plug in and they play. And the, what's great about this is there are terms and conditions about social distancing. And we want to protect the concert goers, the concert goers, the, the whole concert hosts sure. and the artists alike. This is a mutually agreeable, socially distanced, safe concert. That's what this is. It's basically, all right, let's do this. Let's be cool about it. And let's get the joy that we're missing so much. And so that's, that's the basic gist of how this works. So it truly is curbside. <laughs> it is. It is. That, that's really cool. Right driveway or front lawn. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I had a, a friend of mine who's a photographer do this thing where they're like porch portraits. You know, so they were going around to people's houses and they dress up and they would do these beautiful portraits of them kind of in there with their piles of toilet paper or however they wanted to do it. And I immediately thought of that when you were describing this, but walk me through kind of like, do the neighbors ever complain? Do you, you know, kind of, I mean, if, if somebody rolled up a concert next to my house right now, I mean, I think I would be thrilled to, you know, but, stand out on but my not lawn. everybody i mean yeah not you know, everybody to, to, to jay's point do you provide the hosts with a list of all right here's things you actually from a legal standpoint you need to check your local ordinance to see if you can do this you might yes. want to inform there, your homeowners administration that you're doing this there, there is a piece when hosts are booking the show that say you must comply with the state and the local rules out yeah. there. And so anyone who's hosting a show, they just need to know what's going on. And, you know, if they're in a neighborhood, we're not talking about having really loud concerts. We're not setting up a giant PA and bringing in staging or anything yeah. like that. It's, it's, not not that it's not Metallica. No, there <laughs> are full bands doing this, though. And sure. they're setting up, but... But it's just not a large production. It's a, it's, we're trying to get our artists to set up somewhere between like five minutes, you know, like 20 to 30 tops, you know, to make it yeah. happen. Like so different artists work in different ways. You know, there are DJs that are coming out and doing this. And um, not as much of the uh, electronic DJs yet, but like a lot of like the gig worker DJs who used to get together, had a business about parties and would, would sure. Would, and you know some uh, some you know fan favorites out there and, and all that. And now there's a way for if someone had a celebration at their home, even if it's just for the family there, then a DJ can come and can 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 do their thing and, and provide something along that lines. That and, sounds like uh, a lot of fun. So so you know a DJ generally takes maybe 20 to 30 minutes to set up. And so, you know, we're, we're ironing out a place for that. A singer-songwriter can probably do it in five to 10 minutes. Sure. Um, a full band, maybe acoustic bluegrass duo, maybe it takes 15 minutes, maybe it takes 20 minutes or something like that. It, but we're trying to advocate as little time milling around as possible. What, do you ever do like cul-de-sac concerts where you could like get multiple houses and you could just kind of... That's already happening. There's... Yeah. there's neighborhood you know you talk about neighborhoods 
um, you're talking about neighborhoods where there, there are people who are getting together and pooling in to get artists together. Um, you know, it sounds I, like I, a lot of fun. I can see neighborhoods getting together and putting together a day of music, you know, yeah. and, 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 and uh, already I know some neighborhoods that are talking about that where it's, you know, have this artist come from two to three, this artist come from three thirty to four thirty, you know, and so on and have, you know, f- you know, uh, three or four artists and have a nice day of music, yeah, like a neighborhood and, festival, know, whether, some, something like that. So there, there, there's fun opportunities and you know, the music community in general, they're going to find some, some interesting things to do around. So definitely will. How, uh, how, how do the, how do the fees work in this? Is it, you know, I'm, I'm going to book a band to come out and, and play my driveway, my, on the curbside. Um, is it limited to 20 people in attendance? If you go more than that, you're going to be paying more. Cause I'm, you know, I'm to your point about a cul-de-sac concert, you almost sit back and go, well, the artist should get paid more if there's going to be a whole group of houses that they're performing for as opposed to one house they're performing for. And well, to follow, right. follow that, can yeah. you sell tickets to your curbside concert? That is not the way that this works. These are more private events. And we are a service. We're a conduit. So this is between the artist and the, the music host. That's yeah. what it is. We're not a booking agent. We're not a manager. We do help with marketing, and we work with the artists to make sure that they are marketing Getting to their the family and just to the region beyond. And we're doing our own marketing, and we have our own partnerships that we've set up and that we're in process of setting up new partnerships, too, to get out to as many of the possible show hosts as po- you know, for these artists because we want to get as many of these shows going as possible. But when it comes to that, the artist sets their price. That's what happens. So, like I said, we're not the agents. We're not the managers. The artists can set this up how they want to. It starts at $100 an hour. Um, there's, there's a tier with that. There's a tier with $200 an hour. And then there's also, you can name your price beyond $200 an hour. So, I mean, there, there are some full bands that are charging two $3,000 an hour. There might be some that, that, that go higher on that. And that's sure. okay. You know, that's up to them on what they want to do. And as far as how many people come versus not, that's not for us to figure out. We're, once again, we're a conduit within this. And so um, as far as we're concerned, the artist names the price, and it, it's basically these people hosting an event. And as, so long as they are socially dis- – they, they practice safe social distancing, sure. then if they – do wind up having some neighbors come over or whatever it is, then they do. And that's their prerogative. Um, if the, if an artist wants to set up some parameters, that's up to them as well. Once again, they can do certain things uh, within their pages to make that happen. What does the host have to provide other than electricity? That's it. That's it. And the electricity and an extension cord that goes all the way to where the artist is going. <laughs> okay. That's Interesting. It. Yeah. So when you do these, are you, are you doing other things like live streaming them? Is it kind of case by case? What other kind of things are you doing? 
it's case by case. There have been a couple live streams that have happened, and I could. I, we're already talking with some live stream companies about potentially partnering up, and I see that as a easy step. But these are also shows at people's residence, and so nothing like that would happen without there being permission both from the artist and from the show host in order to have that happen. Yeah. Now, will will there be an actual contract drawn up between the host and and the artist that covers things like, you know, if it's canceled, what happens to the fee? Uh, you know, if it's rained out, what happens? Yeah, there are terms and conditions that that the show host goes through before booking the show. Part of that includes social distancing. And yeah. if the social, if, if the artist gets there, the, the host pays up front. And the reason we do that, the main reason, is because if an artist gets there and after the host has accepted certain terms and conditions, but the, uh, on social distancing in particular, and goes out and tries to hug the artist in between songs or uh, or even high-fiving or something like that and, or, or anything else that could be what's determined as breaking social distance safety. The artist has every right to stop the concert and pack up and go with no refunds. And we want to protect the artist that way within there because, like I said before, this is about a mutually agreeable respect and safety when it comes to a concert and is there be all in on that right now we don't want yeah. to promote anything that goes to the contrary of that understood is there any kind of rating system like you know when you when you grab a an uber you can kind of say yeah this guy was great he was you know clean and funny and whatever is there yeah. any kind of rating system within this where you can say man that that group was amazing they got here on time they played they were fantastic any of that kind of thing so people can kind of hosts see can, hosts can write in you know thank yous and reviews or whatever it is they, they can do that we're developing an app and once that happens that's going to be a little bit more prominent within there the ratings piece of it when when the app's in place so now what's the curbside concert started you said out of colorado has it yeah. expanded is it nationwide is it international it's nationwide it is not international yet um but right now i have put together this incredible team of ambassadors and it's still it's still building every day and so, you know, I, I'm the person that right now is spreading the word out to the world. And, uh, and so the team of ambassadors that I have, because I don't know all the artists out there, of course not. No one person does. And so sure. I've gotten together. What's beautiful about this is I've gotten together these ambassadors. They are promoters, agents, managers, musicians, uh, um, people who are in event production coordination, people who have developed um, strong fan social media groups and, and things like that. So what's great is there's a place in this for artists, for music fans, and for people who have spent their career or their passion on helping to get together and create live music events too. Yeah. 
that's the beautiful thing about this is there really is there's a place for everybody in this yeah now you're a musician so have you done one of these yet i have not i'm a bass player <laughs> so i'm not a solo show guy and yeah. uh my band is just a, a a little bit far away so we haven't set it up yet <laughs> we haven't yeah, got i mean and, and, uh, musician, you must be looking at this going man i'd like to do that that'd be a lot oh, of fun absolutely absolutely and, I, and i'm talking to a couple people and i'll get in on it but uh you know when, when the time is right for it absolutely it'd be really fun to get up what, there. what, what are the biggest markets that curbside is in right now that you've got the most, right now, most um the the front range colorado area is definitely booming on it in a great way there's a lot of artists signed up between like denver boulder all the way up to fort collins uh asheville north carolina has some great people some great artists already in there and that's fantastic i know the the upstate new york area is doing very well with it new england's starting to fill up in a really nice way and uh yeah it's it's i mean we have um uh, like i said there's ambassadors all over the country some of them are just starting to ramp up you know, I have, I have people in all over, like Los Angeles is starting to ramp up in a great way. All of the, the have all up and down the West Coast. Uh, I have ambassadors that are excited and are, are getting the word out to people. And I think with over the course of the next month, we're going to see a really nice contingency all over the country of artists. Yeah. And that means we're going to get concerts for people. We're going to get live yeah. music going on all over the country through this in a safe way and 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 it's just going to make so many people happy it's just going to spread so much joy what's what's your vetting i'm sorry michael what's your what's your vetting process you know let's say i've got a band and i want to do this um is it only certain genres or is it open to everyone and and how how does that vetting process work we are not we're not holding back on this. We want that once again, we're not an agency that's choosing to accept or deny bands within this. We are pro musicians. We are pro artists having the ability to reach out to their base and beyond and to be able to utilize this service. We're a conduit for live music. We are something that is once again, connecting music lovers with musicians and being able to create shows in a COVID-19 era. And we're not going to stop any musician or who, who wants to get involved in this from doing it. And gotcha. so we have, we have musicians from all different genres that are doing it. We have not just musicians, we have comedians that are starting to do this as well. There's other, there's other acts that are starting to come on board that are beyond just live music. Yeah. Uh, it's just starting to blossom within this. We have, um, yeah. And, and so it, it really is, it's, it, it's spanning all around every, everything from uh, more on the unknown or even dare I say amateur end of things of people who are just maybe just getting their feet wet with it. But have some friends and want to go out there and want to get started. And this is a, a nice, nice way of going about it all the way up to, we have national artists who, who have, um, who have nice names, who command some solid money to do it. But how cool is it that some of these higher end nationals, how people can have the ability now to hire them to come straight to their driveway and play a yeah. show for them during this time. I mean, it's a nice silver lining amongst what's going on what's the fee structure 
to the artist? You know, how, how, how does curbside make the money off of this? Sure. Yeah. So there's two ways that an artist can be a member for curbside concerts. One of the ways is called a pay-as-you-go membership. Within that, there are no fees to curbside that, that the artist pays out of pocket, and 90% of the show pay goes to the artist, and curbside has 10%. So that works similarly to how some booking agents have their fees within that. Um, another way of going about it is as a subscription member. And this is something that we've set up, which if an artist is really working curbside in a solid way, it's more cost effective for them. With this, it's a monthly fee that they pay that varies based on three different tiers of price points. And they pay a monthly fee and 100% of the show pay goes to them. So for artists paying in the first tier, is the classic tier for artists paying $100 per, charging $100 per hour for their performance, and that's where we start things at, then they pay $100 a month. So it just equates to the first hour of their performance, and then all the rest is gravy for them. And then on the second tier, for the premier tier, then what happens is it's $200 an hour that the artist charges, and it's $200 a month within it. So same type of thing. And then on the third tier, our platinum tier, that is where the beyond $200 an hour that an artist charges, they're able to choose their own price point. And we have a, a scale that ranges between $250 up to a $500 a month subscription fee cap. So that way, if there is a group out there that's charging $2,000 an hour, we're not charging them $2,000 a month. We're not doing that. You know, we have a certain cap that it goes to. And so that's, that's the way that this works. So, I mean, if you're, a, let's just say you're a quartet and you're charging, let's just say, uh, $750 an hour for it or something like that to go in, it's only going to be, I, I don't have the, the numbers in front of me, it's only going to be about like 250 bucks a month. So maybe within that, that's the best thing. Even that first hour, it's not even the full first hour that they charge within that. So yeah. the subscription fee is, we, we designed that to be in the artist's best interests within there. And we would rather people do the subscription fee than the pay-as-you-go. But most artists want to try it out. And so the pay-as-you-go end of it is just there for them. And that way, there's no pressure on, on yeah. anything. They can just go in there. They can and, check it out. And, and, and a happens. ten a 10% commission is not not out of line. No, no, not at all. Now, is there any opportunity to safely sell merch? We're currently in process of developing our artist pages. And right now, they're simple. Like any COVID-19 business, it, uh, based business, it, we had to we had to move fast to get this off the ground and the the nuts and bolts of our site is fantastic the the, the functionality the way to be able, for a host to be able to go and search the artists and to be able to see the array of what that of what it is and to, to book the shows and we have that dialed in 
the next step is enhancing our artist pages. And uh, my vision of this is to really have each of these artist pages be, you know, mini EPKs for them. And with that having, we already have the videos and the bios and things like that and certain social media links. Uh, I would like there to be, and there will be, merch buttons that lead directly to their site um, within there. Once again, in a social distancing world, we're trying not to have them like set up merch and have hands and cash crossing, but we would love to have a situation where, uh, where people can buy merch during the show, even if it's, even if it's, uh, you know, through Venmo or something like that, or they go onto the website and have a button that leads to it, you know, things like that. What's nice about this too is the host money goes directly into an artist's account before the show, but yeah. they also can tip through Venmo or PayPal. Okay. Obviously they can give the artist cash too. We're not promoting that for the same reasons that I mentioned with social distancing. Yeah. Um, that's not to say that I doubt an artist would not accept cash. But, Eric, but, uh, Eric, are you yeah. seeing um, booking agents? come in and start putting all their artists into curbside? I've spoken to many booking agents and everybody is intrigued up to excited about this. Nobody has been, nobody has said this is a bad idea. I mean, what, th this is just positive for everybody. You know, this is something that booking agents and managers can utilize as a tool for their artists. Yeah. And, uh, during a time where it's very hard to find work for their artists. So I've worked hand in hand with many agents, with many managers already. And they're currently, you know, and a lot of them are talking to their full rosters or their other agents in their company. And, and, uh, and many of the artists have signed up as a result of it. I love this idea. I, you know, it's, it, it, you know, it's, as as we started talking, I'm like, well, this is basically just the old concept of a house concert updated to 2020 with a little <laughs> yeah. spin on it. Yeah. Um, but now the opportunity for it to really take off is great because because of the, the world we live in now, this is kind of your only option for doing shows. Yeah, it's one of few. Listen, there's drive-in concerts happening now. Yeah. yeah country that's happening i mean we're i'm um, so some of my next calls today are talking to people about potentially for my band doing some driving concerts um so that's happening there are some venues out there that have outdoor stages or patios and they're having music there are some states out there that have opened up uh small festivals for 500 people you know those are that's all it's starting to open up again that doesn't mean that everybody is ready to go and do this. Right. And right. so this is something that is going to be, it's gonna last through and beyond the COVID-19 era. And what's nice about this is for artists who are getting in on this now, they can be, and for, for music hosts who get used to it, there's a foundation that's gonna be built throughout this. And even when this is, when, when the, the regulations lift hopefully there will be some type of uh some type of progress to the antibodies soon and some type of vaccination coming and when that happens and people are a little more comfortable then this could turn more into the backyard party situation well, or when the weather gets cold inside the living room or whatever it is and then also artists who are touring 
out there, then they might be able to, if, if they're playing a festival in a different state, then they, we're going to be able to work with them and say, hey, this artist is going to be in Kansas for, during, for this, during this festival. Hey, during this time over here in Lawrence, Kansas, this artist is going to be here the day before and the day after the festival for yep. curbside concerts if you want. So there's a lot of fun opportunity that we can have with it. Some artists could even in between sound check and, uh, and, and their performance go swing over to someone's place and just play for an hour, you know, and do a curbside it, concert. It, it, right it, it's basically just giving the everyday fan the ability to book a private show. Yeah. Yeah, and today when you have Uber and Grubhub and all of these things that people are so used to doing, this seems like the next logical extension to that, you know, just Absolutely. having things brought to your home. I like it. I think it's a lot of fun. So, so Eric, um, where, where can our, our listeners go to sign up and get more information? Yeah, you go to curbsideconcerts.rocks. And yes, Ooh, there rocks. is a dot rocks now. It exists. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> and all, all there, I'm assuming there's like an FAQ and, and everything's pretty clear cut there. There's, there's an FAQ section. There's a uh, pricing section. There's, and then on there, you know, you go to, you, you, you click on book a show. You click on there and a map comes up. And you can type in areas and you can check out where different artists are available. It's awesome. It's really awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. It's so simple. Yeah. 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 Eric, thanks so much for your time today, man. I, pleasure. I, this looks really fun. I'm going to, I'm going to let some of my artists know about this and they can nice. shout themselves and uh, who knows, maybe we'll have a block party around here. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Eric, right, thank you so again, much, Eric. man. All right, guys. Discmakers.com. Use code FREEBIZ for ground shipping on CD orders of 100 units or more, $150 value. I, I like this idea. It just seems so, and I'm not saying this in a bad way, it's so stupid simple. It when you just, said that, it just works. When I first heard about this and we were talking about it, I thought it was a little silly. I'm like, yeah, I don't know about this. But as he explained it, and as I looked at their website, yeah, this this is thought out and it can work. And heck, you know, if you're a musician, you want to, you know, at least earn some kind of revenue. It's a good way to go. Um, and I see it as something even after this pandemic where it's kind of a made to order living room show or house concert. Yeah, it, I, it, I like it, it. Exactly. You know, I can't remember the name of, there was a website years ago that was trying to kind of do this for house yes. concerts. And I don't yeah. know if it ever went anywhere. Or I think it's still around. I think I know what you're talking about, but, but um, it, 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 it never got large enough that it took on anything. Yeah. And, and, that's kind of because at that point, what, what do you need a house concert for? I'll just go see the band at the local bar, the local venue. Sure. You can't do that now. So this is actually perfect timing, timing right yeah. place, right time for an idea. It's kind of been around, but they're executing on it right now. But that's like Zoom or anything else. Those ideas, stage it, they've been right. around. 15 years it's not it's to your point it's really more about the timing is now right 
Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I would encourage everybody, go check it out. Go, what have you got to lose to sign up? You don't yeah, have to tell pay your the friends. membership. If you get a gig, all right, you pay 10%. It's not an outlandish fee. No, no. No, you know, and it's it's an easy gig. It's, a, you know, it's an easy show. You know, I've seen lots of stories popping up where musicians are starting to just play in their own driveways because they're so <laughs> eager to get out right. and play live. So they right. plug in and they just play in their own driveway and the neighborhood comes and listens. Well, okay, why can't you do that and get paid? And these people are hungry for it. If you go to a bar, maybe somebody's trying to, you know, get drunk or late or talk to somebody or whatever, they're not always focused directly on you. I think a, a show like this, at least judging by their website, that that audience wants you there. Yeah. They're going to pay attention. Yep. They're going to be engaged. Yeah, because yeah. somebody paid for it. <laughs> So go, yeah, go check out curbside concerts. Uh, you know, I'd love to hear what you guys think of it as well. Yeah. Um, so before we wrap up, just a quick shout out to hypebot.com and bands in town. Thank you for your support and discmakers.com. Thank you for your continued ongoing sponsorship. Yep. If you're watching the music biz weekly podcast on YouTube pound that red <laughs> subscribe button, please. If you're, if you're listening, it. If you're listening on Spotify, pound the follow button. And if you're on iTunes, pound the subscribe button and leave us a review and a rating. Oh, that gets me every time. <laughs> I love that. Days. Kids. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. Music Biz Weekly Podcast. We'll see you next time. Be episode. safe.